welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. <laughs> welcome, sisters. And Cooper, who is snoring. <laughs> that's, a like a, that's like an evil gremlin sound happening in the background. It's just a baby. Don't worry about it. She's making some weird, <laughs> some weird snoring noises. I think she's okay I now. think she cleared them up now. She cleared it up there. <laughs> Reflux-induced snoring noise. Oh, no, I back. don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> Tiny baby Wookie. <laughs> Just stay asleep while we're recording, Coop. That's all I ask. You have a full belly and a clean butt. Stay asleep. That's Coop what we all want, right? A, a full, full belly, belly and a clean, clean butt. butt. Yep. Put that on a t-shirt. And to be asked to fall asleep. <laughs> uh, so I did something exciting. What'd you do? I sent in my DNA. <laughs> That's exciting. To who? To Ancestry.com to find out about our ancestry. Cool. Just for fun. I guess it's the same for all of us, isn't it? Yeah. So now not neither of us have to do it. (laughs) I mean, we're each a slightly different mix of mom and dad, but you know, but you can assume a lot from it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Which I don't. I'm not endorsing this as like. So you need to go do this so you know about. Like I'm not looking for any. Thing I'm prone to necessarily mm-hmm. uh, you know disease wise or anything like that which if you want to do do it but um I I'm just curious yeah one of our uncles did it and I am too and I was just curious what ours would be we know nothing about dad's history I don't know he what does he say they are smurls uh, yeah um horse thieves smurls? horse thieves yes yeah. Texas horse thieves so I have no idea where the I don't even <laughs> I don't know, know what what, means. what the name Smurl I don't know where it comes from. No, it, no one else has it ever. Yeah. So at, at, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we know that because they order you at Marshall in terms of your last name, and yeah. I'm Smurl one, and you're Smurl I'm two. Smurl two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm just curious. I would just like to find out. Just I think it would be fun. Yeah. Um, but you know, one thing. I, I had thought about is now they have my DNA. They do. They're gonna clone you. They're gonna make a clone army of, of Doctor Doctor Smurls, and then your whole brand is just gonna be ruined. It's just ruined. Or you're you gonna become be your own Marvel Walmart. movie instead of Doctor Strange, <laughs> Doctor Smurl, or a clone army. Me. You or become that. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the Republic. <laughs> <laughs> I that wish you sound good. I wish you were inside every stormtrooper said that'd be a funny movie. <laughs> that would be a funny movie. <laughs> Could you imagine if they all got hungry at the same time? They'd get nothing done. <laughs> they get mad at each other. <laughs> I, well, I think that I don't think it would work very well. I don't take I don't take um I don't take to authority very well. Just do what you want. Yeah. So I'd be like, I'm sleeping in. I'm not getting up yet. And also, I'm hungry. And who, what do you want? I don't like guns. Did I make that clear to you? I don't care what they shoot. I'm not touching that thing. Why did we fine. A gun? No. <laughs> Why did we choose this woman to make our clone army out of? This is a terrible thing. this through. Listen, my bigger concern is how are we providing health care for all of my clones? Could we talk about that? I, th- I think what the resi- I think the Rebel Alliance just needs to clone you, and then that, that's how you counter the stormtroopers. Yes, army of Sydney's. I actually think this is timely to talk about because I think that um, not that this is what our, our episode is not about. How I'm going to get cloned? <laughs> I hope I'm not. Um, but I think that Court Appointed did an episode referencing like the dangers of sending your DNA off. Mm-hmm. 
to corporations and, and such. i've always wanted to do something like 23 and me or ancestry or something i probably should have listened to their episode before i did it yeah but like what i mean i don't know like it that's like some spooky implications like if you watch black mirror but like what could they actually do with my dna that would affect me uh i mean i suppose that you could i could put on my foil hat and tell you lots of scary things but <laughs> in real in real life I think that they probably will use it for research purposes if they I mean because they have it yeah. they have your DNA they can and I would say that in the disclaimer which is large and you did not read I did not read that they will they would have told me that they'll use my DNA to like figure out percentages of people who have various alleles and different mutations and different positions in the genetic yeah. code and things like that and I'm fine with that I really don't mind I don't science don't have any secrets in my DNA uh I think the bigger worry would be like insurance purposes. Let's say that they uncovered from your DNA that you were predisposed to certain like okay. chronic or progressive illnesses that you haven't developed symptoms of yet, but you're going to later. What if they gave that information to a health insurer, gotcha. to an employer, that kind of thing? What if we started <laughs> regulating that through the government somehow? But again, I think, okay. I, I think I'm putting on my foil hat now. <laughs> I, I was, yeah. Well, see, I went even further because you said for insurance purposes. Or so there's like, oh, right, they're going to clone me. And then that clone's going to take my identity. And then they're going to steal my <laughs> credit cards. That's what they're going to do. Yes. They're, they're going to mind alter my clone into a, like a government agent and then replace me in society. Until you know, they replace all of us. This is a step for the whole country because of Ancestry.com. That's what it is. I That's think the whole thing. I'd be okay with them creating a productive clone of myself that takes my identity. Because then <laughs> I wouldn't have to do anything. No, but it takes your identity. You no longer exist. You don't just get to like chill out in bed. I got a clone now. Everything's That's great. exactly <laughs> what I get to do. This is a teen dystopian novel that you're, that you're quoting right I now, get right? To, I get to sit in bed and do nothing. And real Riley, quote unquote, goes around and does all the things that Riley's supposed to do. Wait, that is, that would be like, actually, there, there's your plot right there. Like, yeah. all, like the rich upper class, they all have like a lower class clone of themselves that has yes. to be in the working world. And PM, since it's PM. their property, they can literally own them. If this if this novel doesn't already exist, I'd be shocked. It I mean, definitely this, does. I feel like I've read this a couple yes. times. And it's all from the perspective of a clone. I'm going to write it. Yeah. Is <gasps> Plot twist. You don't figure out their clones until the end. Oh. This is a great. Well, now you've ruined it. <laughs> no one yeah, read my book. It's not a plot twist now. <laughs> no one tell my book. Everyone how my book ends. <laughs> don't, don't tell. Nobody tell. Well, I hope that they don't clone me. But whatever, whatever they want to learn about DNA from me, I'm happy to provide. You do. I will tell you this. I had to spit into this vial. And it's not a little bit of spit. It's a lot of spit. It's gross. It's a lot of bit of spit. Spit is the one thing that grosses me out. I can handle really? poop and vomit and, yep, blood and guts. Huh. Nothing else bothers me. Spit is the only thing that grosses me out. And I grossed myself out. Trone spit did. Yes, and I was grossed out by it. <laughs> they, you don't, they have a line you have to fill it up to. And uh -huh. they have a note in there that says, not including the bubbles. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. That's gross. Grody. That seems like a lot. I mean, I, I got registered to donate bone marrow, and they just need a little swappy swab for me. That's all they needed to find out everything about uh, me, I guess, as far as my bone marrow is concerned. They're using all yeah. this of Sydney spit to make Sydney clones. Yeah, that's uh, that's a suspicious amount of spit. It should that's have been more suspicious. <laughs> suspicious. Hey! <laughs> I'm sorry. Charlie's Charlie Tommy's moral sense of humor. That Charlie was, was bad, watching and me do this. bad. And... <laughs> 
that Charlie was watching me do this and she just couldn't she was like why are you doing that and I didn't know how to begin to describe I'm letting people on the internet tell me where (laughs) I'm from based on my spit what for what purpose I don't know I'm just curious (laughs) I don't know I feel like like Charlie's at the level of understanding that you're like oh okay yeah okay she might you want to you want to get me a vial mommy yeah can I do it she asked do I get to do it I said, well, let's, we'll wait a while before we sell your DNA. <laughs> let's sell mommy and daddy's first and then we'll do yours later. Mm. Um, no, that's not, I don't have a segue. That's not what we're going to talk about this week, though, because that'd be a weird episode of a teen podcast. Or we lay out the outline for my novel, <laughs> A Clone's Life. A Clone's <laughs> Life by Riley Smurl. Okay, but Riley, once again, if your big surprise ending is that you didn't know they were clones, maybe workshop <laughs> the title. Like, maybe just not that. <laughs> That's a good point there, Tay. Me, me and myself. Me and myself. The sequel will be about another clone, and it's called Me, Myself, and I. Yeah. A triplet. Yeah. There's a clone of a clone. Oh, twice removed. The DNA is going to start to degrade at that point. Um, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> is that how that works? Find out and me, myself, and I. Um. <laughs> out summer of 2020. Um, you're giving me two years to write two books? Yeah, all right. that's all you get. So what I wanted us to talk about uh, it was actually Justin's idea. I should credit him. I should give Justin the, the kudos for this. Was what... What is in your backpack, Riley? Because I imagine <laughs> that not just yours personally, but at teens of today, you carry backpacks. Some of you, right? Some people. Yeah. I mean, like the backpack hasn't completely gone out of style. No, but there are, I will say, a lot of people at my school, I would say girls mostly, who carry purses mm-hmm. that are not big enough to carry school things and then just carry all of their school things in their arms. <laughs> it seems counterproductive. That's so many things. Yeah, like they carry all their binders and notebooks in their arms and then just have a purse like over their shoulder. Well, that's okay. So that's an interesting point to begin with. I feel like that a backpack, even in high school for me, was essential. Yeah, I mean, I've never not had a backpack. Maybe sometimes I felt cool and got in a messenger bag. Yeah. But never not a backpack. I didn't go messenger bag till college because there was so much to carry and just mechanically it's easier to carry it with a backpack mm-hmm. than the one shoulder messenger bag. I actually, that's there's my little piece of advice for anybody who ever wants to have children uh i would get a backpack um diaper bag that's what we have so much easier than like the little one handle thing to get especially like airports and stuff carrying that giant bag on one shoulder my Mm. arm always felt like i was going to fall off now i just carry a backpack well so much easier there's a difference between sydney's backpack of today and of yesterday yes my backpack now it's a baby bag full of diapers and uh boudreaux's butt paste and wipes and little and mr puppykins mr puppykins extra changes of clothes for all my children there's just two of them but it feels like a lot i understood most of that what's a mr puppykins (laughs) for for clarification it's a little rattle with a puppy face on it that cooper is particularly fond of okay all right just, it has crunchy you know. ears and it's in black, white, and red contrasting colors, which she really enjoys. I just, you just said that along with like diapers and butt paste <laughs> as if it was something that everyone would understand. So, <laughs> everyone know. has a Mr. Puppikins. Mr. Puppikins. He's the principal. Riley or Charlie told me that. And I don't know why he's the principal. He's the principal of my school, apparently, yeah. is what Charlie says. She said, this oh, is okay. the principal, Mr. Puppikins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That wouldn't strike me as an authority figure, but you know, whatever. Um, 
so in in the backpack of yesteryear, first of all, the backpacks of the '90s were truly magnificent. <laughs> I feel like that's a sarcastic comment. Um, I don't know. The, there were some like everybody had the standard. I think that like the basic line mm-hmm. was the Jansport. Okay. The Jansport backpack with your initials on it if you got fancy. Don't you feel like that was the standard, Tay? Uh, yes. I, I mean, never had, there was I the, never... the next level up from that, which I think was the L.L. Bean backpack. You could get, I think you could get your initials on that, too. Yes. I think when I was in middle school, I had a Pottery Barn backpack that had my initials on it. I guess you can get your initials on pretty much anything. Yeah. I mean, if, you, I got it, like, the if you've got a marker. <laughs> well, yeah, Sydney, if you have a marker, but I'm talking about, like, stitched, stitched into the backpack. The the LL Bean backpack was the fancy one, or I guess perhaps you could consider it the the very efficient one, the cost efficient one, because it had a lifetime guarantee. So you could just get the same backpack for your entire career, just send it back when it got a hole in it. I have mm-hmm. to imagine they've uh, gotten rid of that policy now. I believe they have. I believe it happened super recently though, because I definitely listened really? to like a yeah. Uh, I don't know what am I trying to say, like an NPR story about the weirdness of that clause where like people have returned the same like khaki shirt for 30 years now <laughs> to get no, I, a new one i think you're exactly right that that just happened recently and a lot of the- people are upset theoretically with that policy you could buy a lot of things once like buy an entire wardrobe and a backpack or whatever else other mm-hmm. things they sold and never pay for another thing again yeah, yeah, I think what they were I think what they were counting on is that most people aren't going to do that because they'll want to get like a different shirt. <laughs> but you could. And that most people aren't going to take the trouble like if your backpack lasts you five years, you're not going to say like, well, this is five years old and it's finally torn. I'm going to take I'm going to take the time to send it back in and get a new one. I think the basis was that most people won't do that. But yeah, yeah. people surprise. did they will <laughs> i mean i admire that I, we've talked about it before but returning anything for me is a struggle yeah like, i sure. was i was working on a costume and i needed like a, a very specific color navy vest so i ordered like four navy vests off of amazon specifically all ones with return policies like free returns and now i just have four navy vests forever <laughs> if anybody needs yeah. a once worn <laughs> navy vest i got a lot yeah, now, I was now in the neighborhood. Taylor's known as that na- navy vest woman. There's that navy vest woman over there. So Open up funny. her one navy vest, and she has three navy vests secretly tucked into that's it. What, that's a secret a, deal. I have a navy vest almost for every day of the week. And that's, you know. Now you have to complete the collection. Um, I'm like, that's I was funny. Just every day. I was trying to buy a graduation dress. I did the same thing. There were like four I couldn't decide between. I was like, well. You know, I'm buying them online, so I'm going to want to try them on. They might look different when I try them on. And if they get here too late, then I'm going to want to have to, or I'm going to have to order another one. Then it might be too late to have one. So I just ordered all four. And I told someone this, and they said, well, you're going to return the three you don't wear, right? The answer is no, my friend. <laughs> I will keep them all. <laughs> we'll wear them to something else. At I'll least. just wear them for something else. I mean, there's that. At least there's that. Um, there were also, though, the backpacks that weren't as, that weren't as basic. Um, you could get furry backpacks. Hmm. Those were a big deal. I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like Clueless popularized like the fluffy. Yeah. Um, especially if it was tiny. There were lots of tiny backpacks. For the, the tiny dogs. The utility of tiny. No, they were just for, <laughs> I don't know, your pencil. The utility <laughs> of a tiny backpack, I never understood. You, I mean, li- really, you carry your lip smackers, I guess. <laughs> a pencil. And a pencil with a poof on the end. Yeah. I guess yeah. If you're going yeah. for the whole look. 
Um, same thing with the, there were people who used to carry those like stuffed animal shaped backpacks. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are popular. Uh, the see-through backpack was popular for a while, like the clear plastic in different colors. Mm. I don't think I'd like that. No. But wait, now, uh, on the topic of see-through backpacks, so aren't, isn't that a thing that a lot of schools are implementing now? Like, mm-hmm. mandatory? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think specifically Parkland may have, or the Stoneman Douglas um, yeah. may have been one of the first ones to do that. Um, they, I think they were just like a... I, I saw a lot of 90s backpacks that just looked like that. I think that mm-hmm. whole like kind of plasticky, shiny look was in. Yeah. yeah. And so a plasticky, shiny backpack. And I have seen a... backpacks like that, like not required by school, like mm-hmm. even in elementary school, like 10 years ago, I saw people carrying clear backpacks or like kind of tinted plastic colored backpacks or shoulder bags mm-hmm. or something made out of the material like jelly shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I found a lot of those. I was looking at 90s backpacks, and it was it was taking me on a wild ride there. I found a lot of those. I found a Tamagotchi-themed backpack. Can't say Love I ever that. saw one of those, but that's awesome. I would have bought um, that. I'll order that. <laughs> I found a Buffy one-shoulder bag. It was like one. It was like the one-shoulder kind of backpack, and mm-hmm. it was velvet, and it had just like the Buffy symbol. Oh, the B? Yeah. No. Super cool. Are you going to get that? I, I mean, if I could find it. <laughs> carry all the diapers in there yeah there you go (laughs) i mean the best diaper pack ever um obviously lisa frank she did her folders she did her binders she had to do her backpacks Backpacks. yeah she did indeed uh so there was a a wide variety of of crazy 90s backpacks then what did you put inside and this is what i was curious about because i i think that there may have been equipment that was necessary back in high school when we were there that might not be necessary for teens today like what well, everybody had a binder, mm-hmm. typically, yeah, with their collection of paper and folders. So you had spare notebook paper, and you had folders, and then also pockets to put things in. Now, when you say a binder, when I was in uh, probably all of elementary school through all of middle school, I had a giant zip-up, what some people called a trapper keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, like a giant fabric thing. binder yep. that kept all of my notebooks and folders and things that I pretty much just carried that. Um, is that what you mean? Or do you mean like just a regular, like three ring plastic binder? Okay. Because I don't carry a binder now, except for my one class that requires me to carry a binder to separate all my things into. I would do that to either collect, like if I had a folder for every class or if I had a notebook for every class, Mm -hmm. because I usually had a notebook for each class. Yeah. Um, is that still common? Because I would go and I would like pick out like my, my five star college rule notebook. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And I would pick a color that I thought corresponded to each class. Yes. That's what? still a thing? Well, let, that's what I want to know. What was your yeah. color coding here? Because I had one too, but I want to know I what yours too. was. <laughs> um, science was always green. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that still fits? Yeah. I mean, that's for me. <laughs> that's what I've always done. Uh, history was yellow. Interesting. I don't know why. I don't okay. have any. I, this is how my brain works. I don't have any rationale for this. Mm-hmm. Uh literature or english or language arts, whatever the year it was you know creative writing whatever mm-hmm. was blue yeah hmm. and math was red math was red uh-huh that's very important to me the ones i remember most are math being red and science being green that is what i've always done did you have a different do you have a different one mine mine was a little different i the science was green math was blue for mm. just mm. math is blue numbers are cold and unfeeling <laughs> like the color blue i don't know 
Uh, history for me was like the maroon color, the yellowy maroon one in the five star. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and what am I? And then I, literature was yellow. I don't know because books go yellow when you let them sit around too long. There you go. This has to say something about us, but I have no idea. It's what probably it a buzzword th- th- about it. <laughs> I do like across the board. We're all like, but science is green because it's science about is green. Science, science is green. stuff is green. Like the earth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like grass. But chlorophyll. <laughs> Plants. Photosynthesis. Science. <laughs> green. You don't know. Germs. Snot. You know. I think also there was definitely the thought in my head, and this is this is my brain, where math was always the subject that I hated the least. So I paired it with the color I liked the most to try to give mm. me that little help. Mm. Like, well, math is math is terrible, but I like the color blue. So here's this. Yeah, huh. <laughs> this will help. I get that. <laughs> and it always threw me when you like when I had to have a notebook for something like drama class, like purple. Now what do I do? Purple. No, I think any, I did use purple yeah, actually. All wow. the all the arts are purple. That's anytime it was an art or a, or yeah, theater or anything, it's a purple notebook. You know, I, I don't think I've ever needed a notebook for an arts class. For theater, we had to take a lot of notes. Mm. Like mm. the history of theater and different yeah. definitions. And, yeah. Um now, <laughs> Speaking of we were talking about math, do you guys still use graphing calculators? I have not been in a math class in two years, <laughs> um, but <laughs> for people who take math, do they use? But when I was in math class, we had graphing calculators provided to us that are in the classroom. They're like a classroom set, but they're very mm. fancy, like touchscreen, um, a Texas instrument something. I don't like know. Yellow and black. We were on TI eighty something. Mm. Do you they remember are, Tay? Yeah. the TI eighty? Yeah, something. I don't remember what iteration of it it was then yeah but that was the and i had a clear one so you could see all of the mechanics inside oh i love that graphing calculator i really wish that that moment in like tech like false technology it was just a style thing but i wish that would come back like the see-through phones the see-through calculators there was that those like all the like the the line of macs that had the slightly see like the desktop macs that had the slightly like colored Uh see-through casing I like that aesthetic. It, it makes you feel like you're living in like some like in a future that is like from a movie and not the actual future. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Everything looked like like see through uh, electronic gumballs. Yeah, like you could you could believe that part of this might be a flux capacitor. I like that too, and that that was that was like my like I would whip that out with pride. Like oh. Graphing calculator A. Would you like to use my this? clear one? Check this baby out. That's right. I got the see-through one. <laughs> I paid the extra five dollars. What do you think? Those things Nerd. are expensive. They're they like hundred-dollar calculators. I can't yeah. imagine there's not a way to do all of that stuff on your phone now. Like, there's got to be graphing calculator app. One ninety-nine. I'm sure there is the calculator that comes on your phone. I know that doesn't do that, no. but it does a lot. If you turn your phone sideways. <laughs> there, like twice. I'm not even kidding. Twice as many keys when you turn it sideways as when you hold your phone up straight so you, up. Do it. I'm gonna have to do this real yeah. fast. Yeah, that's how I space. find like square roots and stuff. Really? Uh, Holy crap! During math class and yeah, no, during that. science class. Yeah. Wow. You're welcome. I mean, it's got sine and cosine and all that. Yeah. So it does a lot. It just doesn't graph. Why does it say rad up in the corner? Is that a radical? Is that like it's yeah. awesome or is that a math thing? It's I haven't done it's a math, a math in a long time. It's both. Okay. It's awesome. I don't I don't do any maths anymore. Um, I don't have do enough a lot of math either, but <laughs> you can write boobs like three times though. There's a lot more space this way. <laughs> okay. 
That's what Taylor used her graphing calculator for. Is of course <laughs> to write boobs a bunch of time and try to make a graph out of it. <laughs> what does that curve look like? Uh, what fifty-eight thousand and eight? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that's definitely um, true. There, there's a lot more in the backpack that we have to cover, but before we do that, let's check the group message. So today in the group message, we got a sponsor we want to tell you about. We have told you about before. We're going to tell you about it again. And that's uh, Texture. So Still Buffering is brought to you in part this week by Texture. So let's say that you like magazines. I do. I do too. Yeah. We all like magazines. Same. Uh, but if if you're like me, the paper magazines kind of accumulate in stacks, like well-meaning stacks in my house mm-hmm. that I want to read, or I'll go to the store and I'll see some magazines. I, I want to read those, but I don't want to buy all those magazines. Well, Texture has got you covered because they Texture has an app that will offer you over 200 top magazines all in one place. Um, not only do you get the most current issue, you get the back issues as well. So you can go back and read stuff that you may have missed before. And you can get all kinds of cool titles, um, really popular ones like Time and The New Yorker, also teen-specific things. Teen Vogue, Seventeen, teen. got all of them. Exactly. Things like Entertainment Weekly, People, um, Cosmo, whatever you like. And uh, you can get the most current issue, all the back issues, and you don't have to have a stack of paper in your house. Uh, you get the best of both worlds because you get all of the kind of news stories that are going on, all the important stuff in the world to keep you up to date, as well as some entertainment. Um, anytime, anywhere, because it's just an app. Yeah. So, Riley, if our listeners want to check out Texture, what should they do? So, Texture is usually nine ninety nine a month, but they are giving all of our listeners a free trial. So, if you want to start your seven-day free trial, go to texture.com slash stillbuffering. So, go to texture.com slash stillbuffering to start reading the latest issues of your favorite magazines today. That's texture.com slash stillbuffering for your seven-day free trial. Awesome. So go check that out. Yeah. And save some Cooper's. trees. Can't focus on that enough. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good point. Cooper's smiling in her sleep while we discuss texture. So she loves it. She wants to see those magazines. Yeah. <laughs> um, so other things. Now, this is going to sound like a really dumb question. Do teens today, do you still write stuff down or do you just bring <laughs> like a computer? Um, We're actually... Or an, a, an iPad or yeah. a phone. I don't know. You know I what I have mean? one class. It's my science class where computers are provided to us in class. So they have like a, it's called a mobile lab, like mm-hmm. a mobile computer lab where you get a laptop at your desk. Um, and we can take notes and stuff on that, which is what I do for that class. But apparently there's some law that we are not allowed to have personal computers at the school. I take mine anyways, because I have some teachers that say that you know, you can use your laptop on this day for this assignment or whatever to work on stuff so you can have it on your computer and it's easier. But I have been told by multiple teachers it is against the law for us to have our own laptops. Weird. Why? That's not true in college. The way it was explained is that, I mean, one, we don't even have access to Wi-Fi anymore on our phones because they changed it. So the only people that had access were like the school provided computers and teachers and stuff. So we couldn't get on our phones was the goal during school. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't get Wi-Fi for your laptop by bringing it. But the way one teacher explained it was that everything in the county has to go through one sort of filter that filters what you can and can't see or do. Mm -hmm. And that's what the school regulated computers have. But your own personal laptop does not have that. Okay. Have that filter, I guess. 
like uh, like a firewall that makes sense yeah like websites you can have you can get to and websites you can't okay okay i guess that's true for example on our when we could have access to school wi-fi there were certain websites you couldn't get on like if you tried to go to facebook you couldn't get on facebook and if you tried to go to pinterest you couldn't get on pinterest (laughs) hmm Uh, okay that's interesting so now we just don't have any wi-fi accessible to students i understand that like i I get what they're saying but we i think moving forward we're gonna have to find a way to work around that because the idea of like schools are internet free is kind of wild yeah um the one class that i can use my computer in is so much nicer because we open up the computer as soon as we get there he has assignments that he sends to us through google classroom which is like an online classroom type thing where you can turn them in online you can view documents online Mm -hmm. um you can write exactly like directly in the documents that he provides to you and then turn them in so he doesn't have to print anything out you don't have to write anything down like everything is done through that one account on my laptop and if i had that for every single class and i would have no need to carry any books or no books or anything so, well, and that that gets me to my next question, school books. Mm-hmm. The, the main reason I continued to carry a backpack was because I had a lot of heavy books. And yeah. it would have been impossible to cart them around in my arms. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is true for all high schools and all classes, but <laughs> good morning, Cooper. Um, I will say for my school and my AP classes, at the beginning of the year, teachers give us our textbook and say, keep this at home for studying purposes and assignment purposes Mm -hmm. but don't bring it back with you to school until the end of the year when you have to turn it back in it's like we don't have to carry it around we just leave it like if you want to leave it in your locker and take it home with you or leave it in your car or your room that's interesting i do not remember that being the case certainly for us i carted many books back and forth to school yeah i think the idea is that we don't use them in class so there's no point yeah, and I, I don't know if it's, I mean, it, it depends on the layout of the high school, but that's what I remember, like, you had lockers, but the notion that you were going to be able to go to your locker in between every class, if at all, because oh, we our high yeah. school was laid out quite mm-hmm. spread out, like, I don't think I ever used a locker through the entirety of high school. I kept everything in my yeah. bag, because it was just, it was, and it was probably like a 40, 50 pound bag. <laughs> Same for me. I never, I knew I had one, but I never made it to it because, I mean, probably at lunch, I could have taken the time to go and that would have been the only opportunity I would have had to get to my locker. Yeah. I've had a locker for one year of high school and I only went to it uh, at the very beginning of the day when I got to school and the very end of the day when I was leaving school. Yeah. I didn't have time to go to it any other time. So, I don't know. It's helpful that we don't have to carry textbooks with us, but I don't know what the point is of us having them then. Yeah. Now, we, we used to have to bring ours to class and, like, read from them in class. and Yeah. I mean, especially I remember, like, um, literature because I remember reading, like, being assigned parts for the plays and stuff that we learned and having to read them aloud in class. And See, I haven't had a literature textbook since my freshman year. Wow. Because we don't really do things in them. We had, like, classroom sets of textbooks last year in AP Language where we would have to do, like, grammar assignments and stuff. Mm-hmm. But most of the stuff we did was stuff she printed out and gave to us or, like, sent to us online. That's that's wild to think about. Because, I, I mean, I remember reading all the stories, whether or not we were assigned them in our literature textbook. Yeah. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah. That's where I read Animal Farm sitting in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> not participating. <laughs> um, nothing against gym class. Everybody should get physical activity. It's good for you. But Sydney was exercising her brain. Exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, so that, cause that was what I was going to ask too, was like, 
I would carry around my collection of the pencils that I really liked. I found like the pencils that were really good, good solid pencils with extra erasers on the end. You could get fun erasers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I had my highlighters for highlighting my notes. And then there were some classes where you could use a pen and I would have my pens. Mm-hmm. So like you had your whole collection of various writing utensils for different classes and different kinds of assignments. Is yeah. that... I mean... <laughs> but did you not do that? Did you not... <laughs> No, but I, I was that kid that I had the Trapper Keeper and like when you opened it, it was like, it was like the TARDIS, like it just the amount of stuff that was inside that just physiological <laughs> and it just one big pile of like papers, some, some paintings, maybe like one pencil that I'd broken in half and resharpened. Like, like I was not, I did not have highlighters. <laughs> I need to know, were you one of those kids that would stuff loose pieces of paper directly into your backpack? Yes. Oh, Tay. Yes. I do that. Oh, Riley. Every time I would see another kid take just a loose piece of paper and just kind of stuff it down into the back, not in a folder, not in like a binder, not in a, not like at least tuck it in a notebook, something. I do that. It would stress me out. Like that's all going to get torn. It's going to get wrinkled. What are you doing? Every few weeks I have to take my pile of random papers in my backpack and sort them. Well, and then there was always like a mix at the bottom of my backpack of like, chalk pastels and Cheez-Its like everything would come out like like the bottom of it with like a pink and blue fuzz and smelling of cheese <laughs> like, oh. here is my homework I promise you the work is right <laughs> that's so no girls no I got yeah. A's it worked out I mean I, I'm not like a super organized person but I there was never a stray piece of paper in my backpack it was always where like it was in something it would stress no. me like it ripped if you tuck it nicely in between like two notebooks, then it just stays flat in between them. That's what your binder and the folders are for. Sometimes and teachers it- give you papers and you don't have time to put them in the folder that they are designated to. So you just slide them in your backpack and you organize them later. Yep. You take the time. You take the time. You just have the time. Just roll them up like a little taquito and just shove it in there. It's fine. <laughs> so you always had a bag of Cheez-Its. I, I always had a baggie of Cheerios in my... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I carried around a baggie of apple cinnamon or honey nut Cheerios all of high school. Mm. Um, I always have a giant venti-sized Starbucks uh, plastic cup of coffee mm-hmm. and a granola bar. Oh, man. I was also, because I, I was a tennis player all through high school, and I, I always had power bars like uh-huh. for practice after school, but I didn't yeah. ever finish one, and I would just let it stay in the bottom of my bag. I feel like there was just a level of tar that was just power bars oh, in there too. I, like <laughs> I will say, I have had some Cliff bars in the mornings that have caffeine in them. They're supposed to help you wake up, but yeah. I've only managed to eat like half of one, so I kind of ha- half wrap it and stick it back in my bag. <laughs> but have I you had to get rid of a few of those? <laughs> I don't know. Then you pull it like when you're really hungry, and it's like like it's been in there, you know, for a couple weeks. But you're like, but this can't go bad. It's not really made of like actual food stuff. <laughs> It's so a you just block do of energy. You just do it. You you brush off the pencil shavings and the Cheez-Its and you just oh. eat it. Or leave them on there. I don't know. It's pro- protein. Cheez-Its. Whatever protein. you're Whatever. into. I never did that. The, the worst I can say is that I did periodically have to find all of the little Ziploc baggies that were just full of like cereal dust. Yeah. That was still left in the baggie after I ate all the Cheerios. And then I, they would get like they would shift to the bottom of the bag so i'd clean out like 10 ziploc baggies with cereal dust in them there there was a the semester that i had a, in health class a kid in front of me that made deer jerky 
and he would trade me deer jerky for letting uh, him copy my homework occasionally. <laughs> so that was uh-huh. that was a semester that everything in my bag smelled of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awful. Because I didn't even always want it. I wanted to be helpful, but he did give it to me, and I would not want to turn down his free gift of deer jerky. <laughs> I might need to barter at a later date, and this seems like a very barterable substance. <laughs> I, perhaps if I need some I don't leather gauntlets or a new broadsword, here's my jerky. <laughs> that's why I always carry uh, extra packs of gum, because if anyone ever wants something from you, you or you want something from someone else you trade them for gum because that is the currency of high school that is the currency not not for some reason no one ever has gum um no i i I can't say i did carry gum not as currency just you know for chewing purposes and for playing with the wrappers i would carry sticks of gum um i I like to play with the wrappers i will say i carry an egg of silly putty in my backpack for okay. I get, what for for like stress relief? Uh. Okay, listen. I was inspired <laughs> okay. by Charlie, who had eggs of silly putty, and uh-huh. I grabbed one, was just like playing with it with her, and I was sitting right. there just like mindlessly pulling at the silly pu- silly putty, and I was like, "This is like really like like mindless, and it keeps my hands occupied whenever I get anxious about something." So I just got an egg of silly putty and I keep it in my backpack. So whenever I'm like in the middle of a lecture or like taking a test, I just like keep it in one hand. And keep my hand occupied with it and then but take my test. Aren't they worried that you'll use it to cheat? My silly putty? Well, think about it. If you can stick it on newsprint and then the words will show up on the silly putty, what if you have like a secret cheat sheet that you've created in newsprint and then you've okay. <laughs> copied on, copied backwards onto your silly putty? That's a little much, Sid. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure like it might be a little less obvious if you just like had like a low key like index card on like the inside of your chew or something then pulling out an egg of silly putty and yeah. laying it out on your desk you're like don't mind this this is for stress <laughs> and then you have to have a mirror so that you can hold it up because it's all backwards <laughs> and then looking in the mirror this is this is like a lot of thought into that that brings me to another thing i carried a mirror in my backpack um i have my phone oh that's true yeah, yeah. Mirrors and, and watches will no longer be a thing that teenagers possess. They just have their phone. Maybe Apple watches. No, well, that's just, yeah. that's just a tiny phone. That's just a tiny phone on your wrist. Tiny, right. tiny phone. Um, hmm. Other other things. I, there weren't a lot. I mean, there were all the. We didn't get in all the fun erasers. I always had one of those big stick erasers that were pink on one end and gray on the other. I don't know why. I think they did different things, but I never figured that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they didn't. Sydney movies two different colors. <laughs> they might have been. Um, I can imagine Sydney sitting there and having written something she needs to erase and just looking at the pink and the gray, thinking, "I wonder which one does this." No, I'm I do just think they did. A guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. All right, I see. Who knows? They did. I don't. Well, and there for a while there, I don't think. I think if, if eventually production just gave up on them. But I remember erasable pins being a thing, which were never really a mm-hmm. thing. Like it'd sell itself as an erasable pin, and then it would never erase. No, it didn't erase. I would carry for that purpose. I would carry first. It was a whiteout pen, and then I switched to those. Remember those little like whiteout tape dispenser thingies? Yeah. That dispense little strips of whiteout. Yeah. I always had one of those with me. But after like two uses, they break, and then somehow you end up just dispensing like clear plastic. And you can also scrape it right off. 
Yeah. Like, it doesn't work very well. But they were really cool for, like, writing your name on your folders or drawing pentagrams, just depending on where you were. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You could decorate your Trapper Keeper yes, that way. Yes, I definitely used those to de- decorate my Trapper Keeper. I think, I think, man, everybody did, didn't they? I remember yep. that now. Everybody had Trapper Keepers decorated with whiteout pen. There was a lot of, like, using school supplies to adorn yourself because you would also do that, like, you could, I would paint my nails with whiteout. Mm-hmm. Like and then using highlighters in the tips of your hair to give you little like little highlights, little colored tips. You you fixed my nails at my wedding with a whiteout pen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. See. Yeah, because my nail chip. Um, power of school supplies. There you go. The power. Of school. <laughs> that's very true. No, that's that's true. I did use them that way, and I would my chucks that I wore in high school were all decorated like the white tips on mm-hmm. the end of my chucks yep. were decorated with multicolored pens that I had in my backpack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And decorate my shoes with or highlighters yeah. although that rubs off yeah like i always had so much uh admiration for the people that would like like i had one friend that had like a different color jelly pin for every class every kind of note like just to be that organized and like your level of like studying and, and like note taking like i i could never do that having no. a, a pin in class was a grand achievement on a daily basis for me See, I always had plenty of pens and pencils, but no, I wasn't that organized. I try to be. I have like post-it notes that I've designated colors for each class. And wow. like as I'm reading something, I'll like put post-it notes in it and annotate it or like, I don't know, put post-it notes and highlight to signify important things in notes. Is there anything that is absolutely essential for the teenage backpack of today that we haven't mentioned? I carry a portable phone charger or a phone charging cord with me. Sure. That mm. makes sense. Mm, earbuds earbuds say that and those were things i mean i'm sure there were people who carried walkmans or discmans mm-hmm. um i didn't typically do that but like technically you're not supposed I to did. have either of those at school but did you and that, that i mean uh, nowadays you wouldn't you got your phone yeah a lot of this has just been replaced by phones yeah yeah um because like you could have that like digital locker thing that people used to keep mm-hmm. um why would you need that anymore uh some sort of like um PDA, some sort of little like organizer. Public displays of affection. No. Portable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> something. That's what we used to do. You just you just empty out your backpack and you put it over both of your heads and then you just mooch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what backpacks are for. <laughs> Backpack mooching. That's how we did it in the nineties. <laughs> um day planners or an organizer, I think we're pretty popular. I don't know if they still are. I never, I, I would like fill out the first week and then forget I had it. Yeah. So I was not a good example, but I think a lot of my friends use them pretty regularly. Um, I'm not very good at using the pre-made ones. I have like the dates and years in them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do keep a bullet journal, which is pretty much like a customizable day planner because you include like a page for every day of the week or a page for every week and you write down things you have to do or things to remember. Do you remember those agendas they gave us in middle school? Yeah. We had one in elementary school. Those were great because they had every day and they'd already have stuff laid out in them. And mm-hmm. then you would put all your assignments in there to keep you in order. Yeah. Oh. But you are, like you had to because you had to get it signed. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was my, uh, that was middle school. And I think my first year, my homeroom teacher, who was the one that signed it, uh, that I remember, was really lax and didn't ever check them. So I started doing comics on in every little box. I never kept notes in them. I just drew every day was another little panel of these little comics that I was drawing. 
And then my second year, uh, I got in trouble for that because I apparently wasn't supposed to use them for that. <laughs> I just remember decorating the cover of them because yeah. we were, it was for our school, we were the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. And so they were red and they had this big black hawk on mm-hmm. the front of them. And I just remember like covering all that up and decorating them. And then also writing the name of many boys <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> many boys, like tiny boys. Tiny boys. Many boys. Nanny. Nanny boys. Nanny boys. No, I remember it was very convenient because there was one year where everybody I liked, their first name started with J. So I just had a big J on my agenda. <laughs> I rolled with it. I married Justin. There you <laughs> I go. I just decided this is, this is good. This will work. Close enough. Um, I don't think there was much else essential to the 90s back. Did we miss anything? Tay, was there anything else? I mean, I I would have, like, for various classes, things like rulers and protractors. Um, I still use those. I don't know. You don't take math, so you wouldn't know. No. (laughs) I mean, for... Not a math girl. See, I I switched to the messenger bag, I think, my sophomore year. Um, And I had a... It was a black leather bats maru uh messenger bag oh i remember that it was so cool with like purple accents and then i had like my collections of like anime keychains and buttons from hot topic uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. so for me the the backpack that then became the messenger bag was vital for expressing your identity it was just another one of those places to adorn and let people know what you're all about uh, yeah, which is is cool. Like now, uh, I don't know if either of you guys have heard of these. Um, they're big in like I don't know, like in like anime fans use them a lot. Um, but they're called Ida bags, and it's no. a backpack with like a clear panel on the back, mm-hmm. and you will fill up that panel with all of your pins and keychains and like maybe like a little plushie oh. that can fit in there. And people will like make like all these like Ida bag around their favorite character from something. So they're That's cool. super cool, super cute. Like I'm like I. 32 i can't have one of those but boy they're nice (laughs) that is cool because i do remember all my backpacks i would always i had a denim backpack for a while Mm. um but i think i switched to something that was akin to the jan sport eventually Mm -hmm. just like maroon and basic and yeah just um and then i would cover it with buttons of things that i liked i didn't draw on mine much but i did cover them with buttons yeah and is there anything worse than reaching in a pocket like one of the front zipper pockets of your backpack oh. and getting stabbed you said exactly what you're gonna say <laughs> mini buttons yeah. i do that today my um the this is maybe this is embarrassing so the leather messenger bag that i carry to and from my doctor job <laughs> is covered in buttons <laughs> for things that i approve of mm-hmm. mostly political and uh, when I stick my hand in, I frequently poke myself. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> seem safe. I my stethoscope <laughs> out to go, you know, be a doctor. I poke myself with my buttons on my messenger bag. <laughs> That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> hey, you're personalizing your doctor job. You just want everybody to know what you're all about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope I'm not alienating anyone, but I mean, they don't really see my bag. No. It's like hidden under Just my your, desk. you know. Co-workers. Just my poor bleeding hand after I poked <laughs> myself. I mean, I guess it also depends on what you're repping on your bag. Like, uh, you know, political slogans, whatever. Okay, like that's you can. You're a doctor. You should have opinions about that. That's fine. You're an adult. I, I don't know if I rolled in with my my like collection of like Sailor Moon pins. Like, hey, I'm your doctor today. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> that's true. I did. I wore a Wonder Woman bracelet once to work. It, it's just a silver band, but if you look at it, it's a it's a Wonder Woman bracelet, but mm-hmm. it's not obvious. 
And one of my patients asked me, like, that's really pretty. What is that? And then I had to be like, it's, um, Wonder, Woman. it's a Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be an upgrade. Like, It's not just a silver bracelet. It's a Wonder Woman band. This, <laughs> my doctor may be Wonder Woman. I feel 10 times safer. He's called me Wonder Woman ever since. <laughs> That's great. I Every time that. I walk in the room, hey, Wonder Woman. I'm like, hi, sir. I don't wear that bracelet anymore. <laughs> I, well, I just feel so bad. Like, I was, I'm supposed to be a professional and I was wearing a Wonder Woman No, I, I think you go even. She's a professional. Yeah, professional Wonder Woman. You should go one step farther. Lose the silver band. Get the actual, like, the gold cuffs. Like, one for each arm. <laughs> just going like, pew, wear those. pew. I'm going to fight your, I don't know, headache. <laughs> I dressed up once as the Green Power Ranger for a, for a skit we were doing for homecoming in our office. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have anything to do with Power Rangers just because our school colors are green and yeah. green and white. Anyway, uh, but I had to wear it into one patient room because they were waiting to be seen and we were waiting to do our skit. And I didn't want them to wait. And I didn't have time to change in and out. So I did see a patient once dressed as the Green Power Ranger. Man. <laughs> There's that. That's a brave patient. Like, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I could, I could roll with a lot of characters coming in to, like, give me a medical exam, but I don't know if i trust a Power Ranger. They were only teenagers. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's the that's the essential teen backpack. Yeah. And they still exist for now. For now. But you teens are phasing them out. Once you don't need books, I see, and once you can, like, type all of your notes, what will be the point? There is none. Except There's- for Scantrons. <laughs> You'll just walk around carrying your power bars and your earbuds in your hand, I guess. Yeah. Well, or we could bring back giant jeans with giant pockets. Yeah. Or fanny packs. Or fanny packs. There you go. Get everything down to a fanny pack. I think those are back. I mean, at least as far as like way too cool people in Brooklyn. I see a lot of fanny packs these days on like young, cool 20 somethings. And I'm just like, yeah, really? That of all the things you could have resurrected, you chose that? Teen fat of the future, fanny packs. Um, so thank you, sisters, for joining me this week. Thank You're you, welcome. listeners. Uh, we want to tell you before we go about where we're going to be this coming weekend. Where are we going to be this coming weekend? We're going to be in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Um, Woohoo! Not, not just for funsies, but uh, on May 12th, Saturday, May 12th, I had to look at what the date was. <laughs> um, we are going to be at the Columbus Podcast Festival. Still Buffering will be there with uh, Court Appointed, which we mentioned earlier. That's our dad and our Uncle Michael show mm-hmm. about uh, law and stuff. Yeah. And Sawbones, my other show I do with my husband, Justin, about medical history stuff. So uh, we will all be there uh, Saturday. Our shows start at 730 mm-hmm. in an order that will keep you excited to see what it will be yeah does that mean we, we don't know, know yet okay that means we don't know it okay <laughs> yeah that means we don't know but it start at 7 30 we'll all be there all they're, three of us will be going one right after another in yeah. some order uh, they're all great so just you know be there for all of them um but check that out at uh, uh i think i've said columbus, it before. columbus podcast festival.com there you go columbus podcast festival.com you can get tickets i think they're like 20 bucks for the day yeah so you can see a bunch of other podcasts too it's not just us there are a lot of other podcasts that we don't even have relatives in yeah if you can believe it um so come check that out in Columbus this weekend. It actually starts Friday, mm-hmm. but we're there Saturday. Yeah. And um, you should go to COSI while you're there. Yeah. Because you're th- already yeah. in Columbus. Yeah. So and if, any, that. if anybody knows anything about Columbus City, any good either vegan eateries or cocktail bars, you should tweet at me because I'm coming in a day early and might have some time to kill. <laughs> there you go. So you can tweet at Taylor Smurl. You can tweet. Are you? Wait. Do you have an underscore in there? I, I do. I am an underscore. 
at Taylor underscore Smurl. Mm-hmm. Making sure I got that right. Or at Riley Smurl. Or Riley Smurl. Just or Riley Smurl. Or at Sydney McRoy. Or you can tweet at Still Buffering, which is actually at, at Still, Still Buff. Buff. Yes. Not Still Buffering. Somebody, <laughs> somebody's got that. Somebody's They're got that one. They're not using it. Just but it's not ours. I, I, squatting on it. <laughs> I do like that occasionally we get somebody use the the uh, hashtag still buff just as like workout like inspiration. Yeah. Just like yeah. some big like dude with giant muscles like hashtag still buff. I'm like, oh, that just has nothing to do with us. Or does it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he listens. <laughs> so you can tweet at us at still buff. You can email us at still buffering at maximumfun.org if you have any uh, suggestions or comments or topic topic ideas yeah. anything like that we love to hear from you um you can check out maximumfun.org for all the other wonderful podcasts in our in our network and our family yeah i should say um and uh thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change your mind this has been still buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcelroy and i'm taylor smurl i am a teenager and and i, I was too I was hoping the baby would make more comments. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? I'm Oliver Wang. And I'm Morgan Rhodes. We have a brand new show on the Maximum Fun Network that we'd love to share with you. It's called Heat Rocks. Morgan, we should probably explain what a heat rock is. It is a banger, a fire track, true fire. Right. Dope album. Each episode, we will bring on a special guest to join us to talk about one of their heat rocks. It might be a musician. A writer. Maybe a scholar. I mean, I would have been happy to just talk to you about your heat rocks, but this is a different show. Yeah. I think people might enjoy hearing maybe the guests instead. To do that, you'll have to go to MaximumFun.org. So if you want to talk about hot music, you should check us out. Heat rocks. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.